Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. Okay, guys, today's episode is a little different because our Patreon supporters are going to be getting a visual version of this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm recording this before I've made anything visual. So hopefully it turns out good. Hopefully it's good. Well, they're getting to see the scenes of where this happened. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So that is an extra layer. If I can work out the mics, I got those, you know, those little professional mics. What are they called? Mm -hmm. What are they called? Tie mics? Yeah, they're like tie mics. There's another word for them. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So I got some tie mics, so I need to work out. I might try to do a little bit of speaking at the area, sort of just like okay. an introduction type thing. Gotcha. But, so we'll see how it goes. Let's see. Is it windy in Hong Kong? Uh, the, the little mics, they come with like little tiny fluffy wind That's what I was just about to say. You might need the fluffy, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I have those, yeah. Super. Um, yeah, so this episode is a Hong Kong ep- episode. Yes. I think it's very fitting because I'm leaving and I can't believe it's taken this long for me to do it. And I'm doing it when I'm, I'm leaving. Commemorate it. Well, this is like a bon voyage or how do you say that in Cantonese? Oh, now you're no, putting me Nobody on knows. <laughs> <laughs> there is a way. <laughs> you know, it's you, one of the most difficult languages, isn't it? It is. But That's a lot what they of, say. Like a lot of Cantonese uh, people, they just say bye-bye. Oh, I like that. I like bye bye. Okay. Because well, in Hong Kong, there's there's so this much. This is the bye bye Hong Kong episode. Yeah, it's a Hong Kong bye bye. <laughs> Hong Kong mm-hmm. bye bye. What were you saying before that? I'm looking it up, and yeah, it just says bye bye. How do you say Stop. bye in Hong Kong? It's kid- no. Yeah, I've looked up here. It's How do you not. say bye in Hong Kong? Because I've never actually thought about it. Because they all say bye. Do they? Oh. Many people from Hong Kong have completely adopted the English word goodbye, pronouncing it bye-bye. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think all adults should say bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. It's cute, right? Bye-bye. Yeah, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So actually, actually. Actually. You say it at the end of every episode. Oh, I do. Oh, my god! You picked it up when you were over there. I've picked up bye-bye. Oh, my God. Well, mind blown. I actually say it like all the time. I don't just say it for the episode. I say, like my friends were around last night and they were leaving. And I say bye bye, bye bye. So like I'm up from Barney or something. <laughs> Barney and friends. I thought it was just because you're around a load of kids. Oh right, yeah, it's just right. like all of Hong Kong just saying it. No, like taxi drivers and like my principal. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Tres, what are you doing for tea time and me time? Tea time and me time. I am drinking my vanilla chai. I'm back on my favourite Pukka vanilla chai. And I also have a favourite Neutrogena Hydro Boost mask. What about you? What are you doing this episode, Maureen? I am drinking just lemon and ice water. Super healthy. For my me time, I'm putting in my L'Oreal LV purple hair mask. Ah, uh, yeah, you love that one. I do. I use it all the time. And I thought we could do a Patreon shout out, like, because we haven't done it in a while. And this is not mm-hmm. a Patreon request, so. Okay, so thank you to Renee. Thank you, Stephanie. 
Thank you to Emer. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, Vicky. Cheers, Deborah. Thank you, Gemma. Thanks, Toya. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Jason and Terry. And thanks to our newest member of our Patreon, Sydney. Yeah. Hi, Sydney. We got an email saying, you got a new Patreon supporter named Andrew. And I was like, another guy? Wow, we have a lot mm-hmm. of men Patreons. And I was like, hi, Andrew. Yes. How's it going? And then, like, Andrew's wife replied, my name is Sydney. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Oh, yes, actually, I, I seen that. <laughs> We've got a lot of, like, husband and wife duos on Patreon. It's kind of cool. Love it. I don't know if Andrew listens. If he does, hi. Yes, hello. Okay, so let's just start with this Hong Kong murder. Warning, there is descriptions of rape and genital mutilation. Okay. In the afternoon on the 20th of April, 1985, a young couple, Kenneth McBride, who was 17, and Nicola Myers, who was 18, decided to have a wee walk in the Bremer Hill countryside, close to Kenneth's flats at Bremer Hill Mansions. The teenagers were seated on a remote and quiet pathway on the hillside. They had their books on their lap and were studying for their upcoming A-level examinations. Oh, the worst. Right? They don't do A-levels here anymore. Well, some you schools do. pay me to do that again. That's very interesting that they don't do them over there. No. Um, I mm. think a little bit after the handover, they stopped. Mm. It's called the DSE now. Mm. Harder. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Both were bright students from Island School and were well-known and popular on the campus. Kenneth was the president of the Students' Union, captain of the rowing team, and a member of the debate club. Nicola was also a member of the rowing team. She had a keen interest in languages, hoping to become an interpreter when she grew up. Mm. However, the team's promising future was about to be cut short. No. Are we in Hong Kong? We are in Hong Kong. Okay. Sorry, Bremer Hill is in Hong Kong. Yes. Okay. Actually, whenever I was researching this case, I couldn't believe how close it was to where me and Jaren first lived. It is <gasps> in North Point, and that's where we lived for like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. The same day the young couple were out studying for their A-levels, a group of five triad members which is a Chinese gang, were also in Bremer Hill. I didn't think I picked up on the fact that they are a couple. Yes, they are dating. Okay. They seem like real high achievers, the two of them. Right? So cute. So it's just the two of them. I Mm -hmm. thought this was... Why did I think there was a group of boys? Well, I just said five triad members. No, but... Are you thinking there's the last episode? It's very possible. (laughs) You need to eat something. I need to get that out of my head. <laughs> so it's a it's two girl and a boy yeah. doing their A-levels, yeah. going out. Yeah. And their triad is also just walking about on the street. They're just in a public area here. Bremer Hill is next to a big country park. So it's covered in trees and bushes and nice like paths where people like mm. go for hikes and walk their dogs. It's okay. sort of like... Sort of on the, you can get to the peak from there. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's lots of hikes in Hong Kong, so they're sort of like in a park that leads to a hike. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the same day, a group of five triad members, which is a Chinese gang, were also in Bremer Hill. 25-year-old Chu Wai Man, 24-year-old Pang Shun Yi, 20-year-old Tam Si Fun, 17-year-old Chung Yao Heng, and 16-year-old Wong Sam Lun. Some very young. They are young, right? Some of them are very young, and they're all male? They're all boys, yeah. Okay. I think it's the same with like a lot of gangs, even like in... It's all men. In mm. Belfast, when you see people throwing bricks and Molotov <laughs> cocktails and setting things on fire at the peace well, Okay, well, we didn't see any of that. Well, we but... didn't see any of it, but you see it on the news. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always mm-hmm. like that age. They're always late teens, early 20s. I know, they're impressionable, they fall in with the wrong crowd, mm-hmm. they don't have anyone looking out for them, so they, yeah. 24-year-old Pang was the leader of the group, and he had came up with a great idea to make some cash. Pang suggested they climb the mountain and steal a cable from the government aerial station and sell it. Probably not realising how tall aerial cables are, the gang were up the mountain and after several attempts, were unable to reach the cable. <laughs> the gang spotted Kenneth and Nicola. No. Still with money on their mind, the gang thought they could grab some cash and have fun while at it. Or They thought these European teenagers must be rich. Not always the case, my friend. Especially with teenagers. Like, why would a child be carrying money? No, maybe they think mummy and daddy are rich. So you just walk around with wads of cash in your pocket? I know, yeah, you don't. You don't. (laughs) No, no. But I suppose it's all relative of how poor are these people. But usually in a gang, there's a bit of money because, I mean, that's kind of why you're in it, right? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. There is usually a bit of money because they're usually selling like drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh The gang, led by Pang, ambushed and robbed the couple. Kenneth and Nicola emptied their pockets. They only had one Hong Kong dollar between them. Oh, God. How much is that in? In pounds? That is 10p. Oh, my God. 10p. Yeah. Weird. Right. I never carry around like tempe. To me, like it's like nothing. <laughs> it's either like I'm carrying like a tanner or nothing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I guess it's paper money, so it's easier to carry around. What? One dollar? Dollar? No, it's a coin. Oh, it's a coin. Yes, yeah. I'm not about that life. Yeah, no, me neither. Anymore. Me and Jaren have a big jar, and we just put all our change in it. And I hate then carrying it. I hate carrying change. Let me show wallet. So heavy. Mm-hmm. So then, just at the end of the month, we just turn it into cash. Yes. What year is this? Uh, this is 1985. Okay, 85. The five triads were furious and lashed out at Kenneth and Nicola. <sighs> brutally beating them both to the ground. Oh my god. This is just such a random attack. Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. hell? Tam took off Kenneth's Nike shoes. The gang then tied up Kenneth, and even while defenceless, 
they continued kicking and punching him. Oh my God. Pang, the leader, then verbally threatened the rest of the gang to continue attacking Kenneth, while he beat and raped Nicola. Kind of thought that might be coming. I know. After he penetrated yeah. Nicola, he also penetrated Nicola's genitals with a stick and with a bottle. After the gang was done with the attack, Pang decided it best to murder the teens to prevent later identification. It's like they just, everything's like on a whim with these guys. Very much so, mm. yeah. Oh, it is so dark. I couldn't okay. find, I, I'll get into the, the, the description later. Um, I couldn't find how they were murdered. I think it was really brutal, so it was never released. Like that means, yeah, that means it's really bad. But I think they're like, like they were murdered, murdered, either strangulation, okay, or their heads were smashed in. Wow, I'm thinking the latter. I'm thinking that as well. Uh, We'll get into it. After the murders, the gang destroyed the couple's textbooks, ripping them up and scattering them over the Bremer Hill countryside. It's really sad. I know. It's sort of like symbolic of ruining their future. Their future, yeah. When Kenneth and Nicola failed to return home that night, their families were panicked, calling friends and searching nearby locations. And this park... Would it have been considered a safe place back then, do you think? Hong Kong has always been considered safe. Yeah. Like, it is. There is very few violent crimes, especially Mm. outside of gangs. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're in a gang anywhere, I mean, you're at risk Mm -hmm. of violence. Like, I walk down dark, unlit alleyways at like 2am and I am Mm -hmm. not scared at all. So them chilling in the park. I mean, it was daylight hours, yes, wasn't it? Yes, daylight, yeah. yeah. This was to- totally normal thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just wrong time, wrong place. The gang were looking for the cable that happened to be there. When the couple were still nowhere to be found, they were reported missing to the police. The next day, a jogger was enjoying his morning exercise routine. The jogger thought two people were simply sunbathing as the girl was almost naked. But as the jogger came close, they didn't move. He became suspicious and walked towards where they lay, up on a slope. The jogger found the lifeless, gruesome bodies of teenagers Kenneth and Nicola. Imagine what he's seen because apparently the bodies were very, it was bad. Again, these like, poor people finding bodies randomly. Like we discussed that previously, if we've released that episode about... Mm-hmm. The poor joggers. It's always the joggers. Always the joggers are the early morning walks on beaches and stuff, right? Yes, yes. Don't do it. (sighs) Don't Don't do it. (laughs) Go to the gym. No, I'm not. I would not be that person ever. I don't think. Get up really, really early and go for a go for a jog exercise. Kenneth McBride was found beaten and strangled with over 100 injuries to his body. One hundred. One hundred. Okay. Nicola Meyer's body was found half naked with at least 
500 lacerations on her body, her jaw broken, and her left eyeball out of its socket. My God. It's really dark, yeah. What would you have to do to make that happen? That is extreme. It sounds like to me that this went on for a long time. That's what it's sounding like it to does. me. It does. It does. Um, it also starting to make me think that these people maybe were high. I also thought that it's so extreme. There was so no extreme. mention of like drugs. Well, that's even weirder. It is still possible they were on drugs. Mm. I don't know. Like, and that's okay. why I think they were probably beaten over the head with mm-hmm. like a rocker like for her eye mm. to come out that it has to be something very very extreme yeah a police press officer fainted at the scene where the bodies were found yeah oh, poor press yeah i mean yeah the brutal murders shocked hong kong where most murders are triad related mm. Brutal violence inflicted on two British children, as well as a grotesque rape. Yeah. Crimes like this are basically unheard of. The papers and media went wild. The locals and foreigners were equally outraged. Yeah, I was just about to say, it wasn't um, a race-related crime, was it? I don't think... Well, I think they... I think the triads, if it was two Chinese people studying for their A-levels, mm-hmm. I think they would have tried to rob them as well. Okay. They were out looking for money. Okay. Um, although they did think that they were Europeans so they would have money. Do you get what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they kind of targeted them a bit. Like, I'm not saying it was a race crime, but just there's... Yeah. There's a... Yeah. That... Uh, yeah. It seems as well it just kept escalating. They, like, they mm. didn't go out to rob anybody. They just... On a whim, decided to. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, wait, they can see our faces. So on a whim, mm-hmm. decided to murder them. And I feel like probably all these decisions are being made by Pang. Yes. Uh-huh. And everyone's just going along with it. Yes. Uh-huh. And that is the problem. Police mounted a thorough, widespread investigation of Bremer Hill. More than 800 policemen and British forces investigated the crime scene. Investigators discovered some wooden sticks, suspecting that they were used as weapons. Mm-hmm. The teen's torn exercise books were quickly found scattered along the hillside. An autopsy found traces of semen on Nicola's body. Of course, it is only the 80s and DNA science is still in its infancy, so mm. nothing could be done with that at the time. Mm. The police interviewed more than 10,000 people who lived in the Bremer Hill area, as well as known triad members. I was going to say, because their head should be going there immediately, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, for, well, all most violent crime is mm. triad related, so obviously mm-hmm. you're going to go to the triads. Mm-hmm. But nothing was found. With the case gone cold for a few months, an anonymous Hong Kong Chinese businessman donated 500,000 Hong Kong dollars to the Royal Police Force. Wait. Mm -hmm. Sorry. What? What? (laughs) I'm realising that... 
That's earlier, it's like 10p. So sorry, what is that? What is that? So that is fifty thousand pounds. Okay, so it is yeah. still really impressive. That's a lot. Yeah, and it's in the eighties. Yeah. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is super duper. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, where, where's that word gone? Generous. Yeah. <laughs> It was like on the tip of my tongue, and then it was yeah, because yeah. it means no relation to them. He just has sympathy for the families. Yeah, um, that's amazing. As a reward for anyone with sufficient information about the murders, it is the it was and it still is the most donated <gasps> for information in all of Hong Kong ever. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say this probably was a pretty big case. Did you know of this case before you looked into it, or? Uh yeah. I suppose like, it's an old case. It's really old, but like you know, mm. whenever you come over, you hear all the different tales. The first one you always hear is the Hello Kitty murders, uh, and then mm. you hear the other cases. Right. You hear like little bits and bobs. Mm. Oh yeah, like a couple were murdered there. Like oh oh. Wait, have you been in the park already? I think I probably have. Frank Jaren. But then this couple had each other. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what you mean uh, up against a group of how many? Five guys? Five. You don't have much chance? No. Sorry to interject again. You're in a park. Mm-hmm. Were there not other people? What time of day was it? I don't know the time. It didn't specify. Okay. It seemed like it was sort of like maybe after school hours. Mm, so just no one came by like yeah, the I big know. park. So it just didn't come by other people Isn't yeah all lookers like yeah. yeah just happened or maybe it became dark and anyone mm. who walked past just didn't see mm. so this money this uh donation was enough to tempt a triad an anonymous triad member contacted the police suggesting some unusual activity by one of their younger members hang <gasps> after some thorough investigating by the police. Seven months later, in late November, the police arrested Pang and the rest of his gang within 48 hours. Wow. Although they had given details, although they had all given details of the murders, only 16-year-old Wan pleaded guilty and served as a prosecution witness. Oh. Wan testified that the two young students did not succumb easily, struggling and fighting for their lives for oh. more than two hours. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, it's just sick, man. Uh, I mean, because when things go on for that long, you have the opportunity to say, stop this. Yeah. You know, if, it, if it's like a kind of a frenzy and it's a few minutes, you know, you can't, but this went on and on. It's time to stop. Right. It was also revealed in court that the tall gang leader, 24-year-old Pang Shun Li, told the beaten-up Nicola that she could go if she allowed him to rape her. Yeah, well, that was a lie. Of course. Although she must have known it could cost her her life because she refused. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Very brave. But she also probably knew he's lying. Yeah. You know. In court, forensics matched the partial fingerprints found on the torn textbooks and the sticks. Mm-hmm. Evidence taken from Tam's house also was proven to be Kenneth's Nike shoes. Remember, he took his shoes and then he still had them. What the hell? 
all five assailants were found guilty by the court and convicted. Oh, my God. I know. Pang, Tam and Chu were initially sentenced to death. Oh, wow. They had that back then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this was later commuted to life imprisonment. Okay. Tam died of cancer in prison in 2009 at the age 45. Pang and Chu still remain in prison. The two underage killers, 17-year-old Chung and 16-year-old Wan, were sentenced to be detained at Her Majesty's pleasure. In 1998, the McBrides and Myers announced that they had forgiven Wan after a plea from his family. Wow. Mm-hmm. He was only 16. The families of the victims yeah. forgave. Yes. That's amazing. Isn't it? I mean... Two two families, Miriam. I know. They both would have had to agree on that. Right? Like, how painful, how strong are they to to give forgiveness? <gasps> I don't know if I could do it. I don't, yeah, seems. Um, but then, you know, Juan was only 16. He was a child. Know. You know. What kind of life did he have, like? Uh-huh. Yeah. Juan was granted a shorter sentence and was re-sentenced to... 27 years. Okay, that still feels quite long. <laughs> I know, that's what I thought. I was what like, was oh it before? God. Like 100? <laughs> I know, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so long. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they were sentenced oh. to life and then resentenced Wait. to 27, but that's still a long time. Still, you're going to be old enough. Chung, uh, who was also a minor, was resentenced to 30 years. Juan served 19 years and later got a job in an office. So he was able to get out in his mid-30s. Wow. So he got early release? He did, yeah. Okay. 19 years is a long time. 19 years is a lot. Some people get given less oh, yeah. for their first sentence, you know. That's a long time. Yeah. I suppose we don't know, we don't know how involved each person individual person was right he could be stood there at the side like freaking the fuck out i know do you know he could like who knows or yeah he felt pressure i don't know it's hard, yeah, yeah. It's hard to know chung served 22 years uh so he got out i think when he, he was about 40 ish mm. and later secured a job as a public utility inspection worker following the murders island school together with family and friends of the couple established the Nicola Myers and Kenneth McBride Memorial Fund in memory of the young couple. The fund supports disadvantaged school children in Hong Kong for further education. And I looked it up and it's still going today. I don't have much on the parents, but I do know that Kenneth's parents, the McBrides, did eventually move back to their home country of Scotland. It would be hard to stay there. And that is the tragic tale of the Bremer Hill murders, the murders of Kenneth McBride and Nicola Myers. You're going to go to the park mm-hmm. and the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to end this one. There's not really a, an upside. No. Well, the upside is that they, they were caught really quickly. Yes, it is good that they didn't get away with it for long. I can't believe one of their own, like, gave them in. <laughs> Well, it was a lot of money. So much for being in a gang. How, you know, it's all right. gangs are about like, they're meant to be like, yeah. have each other back. Tight knit yeah. brother, brotherhood. 
But I don't yeah, think like, like triads usually go for people outside of the gang. I don't think that's like a thing. Oh, like you're not supposed to kill civilians? Sort of, yeah, I think. Most you just gangs, kill other yeah. Yeah. opposing gangs? Right? Yeah. Okay, so they were probably like, we don't associate with you anymore. Mm. They went a bit rogue. <laughs> they went rogue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, your man was a psychopath, Pang. Yeah, he's still in prison. Where is the prison? The prison is in Stanley, which is like the other side of the island. I never took you there. Okay. It's actually a really popular uh, space. There's like... Is it? Yeah, they have the Dragon Boat Festival there. Oh. There is a, like little art shops and markets. Mm. There's like really nice beach beaches and people go fishing oh. there. There's a boardwalk. Um, and a prison. <laughs> and a big giant prison. Gotta put them somewhere, I guess. So next episode, possibly, Miriam will have been recording in Ireland. Yes. Yeah, this is the last recording in Hong Kong. Folks, I don't think there's going to be any interruptions, though. Sure, there's not to the scheduling. I don't think. Fingers crossed. So we so we have recorded enough ahead that. We shouldn't have to record. There shouldn't be a missing week. But mm-hmm. of course, you can't tell what's going to happen with flights. And, this is you this know, is true. Something could be cancelled. You are moving across the world. So. I'm moving across the world. And it's all good. Is, yeah. If we haven't missed an upload date yet, touch wood. <sighs> never miss a never miss a Tuesday. So I don't want to start missing Tuesdays. Fingers crossed. Crossing everything. <laughs> rate review and subscribe please and do and if you want to see the visuals along with this Miriam's going to try to visit the eight different areas before she leaves and mm-hmm. get some footage hopefully hopefully so if you want to see that become a Patreon and Watch the we video. might start doing more of those types of videos uh-huh. now that Miriam will be back in the UK we could visit different uh-huh. sites yeah so that's yeah. the plan this is sort of like the test run yeah we'll see yeah. who knows could be could be shocking could be awful bear with us <laughs> <laughs> it could be awful or it could be good um we'll see how it goes so we're testing it on our patreons mm-hmm. okay okay bye bye slana while you guys me time and murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible references can be found on our instagram page